0: Welcome to the All About Life podcast with VIC. I'm so glad you're here. You'll find this podcast is dedicated to your success. We cover a wide range of topics in the area of personal growth. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and anywhere you get your favorite podcasts from. Thank you for tuning in. We really do appreciate it and enjoy this next great episode. Thank you for listening to the All About Life podcast. This is your host, Vic. I hope that you guys are doing well out there. And I really hope that you guys are safe from this pandemic of the coronavirus. As we know, the WHO just declared it a pandemic just because of all the countries that it is at. And to kind of put pressure on nations to do more and to take it more seriously. So that's the main reason the WHO declared this a pandemic, to create a sense of urgency in world government so that they don't take this lightly. And remember, guys, uh, keep washing your hands. Always carry a travel-size hand sanitizer with you. That way you can use it while you're on the go, when you're touching surfaces, when you're getting in and out of your vehicles, um, when you're picking up consumer goods. Make sure that you sanitize your hands uh, every chance and every opportunity that you have. And it's not just to protect against coronavirus, but also against other germs and even the flu. In the United States, the flu is the worst that it's been, especially for children. There are a lot of children dying from the flu out there. So if you're in the United States and you got kids, make sure they have that travel size sanitizer Let them know how to use it, teach them, uh, so that way they can be safe and be protected from the flu uh, that is really, this season has a high mortality rate amongst children. So keep that in mind as well. And even if there was no coronavirus, good hygiene is always good to practice. That way, throughout your life, you get sick less and you are protected from other germs that are out there as well. All right, guys, today we're going to be speaking on decision-making. Decision-making is something that we do every single day, whether we consciously are aware of it or not. From the time you wake up, you're making decisions. What are you going to wear? When are you going to brush your teeth? Before the morning shower or after the morning shower or during the morning shower. You make decision on what cologne or perfume to put on. Ladies, you make decision on what type of makeup to wear for that particular day or if you're going to wear no makeup at all. What are you going to do for that day? You're going to set your goals for that particular day. That also requires decision making. So every single day... We make decisions. But there are some decisions that are more important and more pressing than others. And so these are the ones that we're going to concentrate today on is those critical decisions that you need to make. Critical decisions at work, critical decisions in your family. These critical decisions require us to be conscious conscious, there we go, sorry about that, guys, about how we go about making such decisions. They require us to think about it, to really critically think about how we're going to do it. How are we going to make or not make a particular decision? And there are certain things that I want to bring to your awareness so you can think about The next time you have to make an important decision. And the first thing that I'm going to be talking about is the self-serving bias. The self-serving bias pretty much dictates that you will lean towards information and towards knowledge that agree with what you already hold to be true whether you hold these things to be true because that's how you were taught growing up in your upbringing or that's why you've learned through schooling, you always seem to lean on information that will confirm it and not denounce it. And while that has its place, when you're trying to make a really big decision, I would suggest to you and I would encourage you to seek opposite views, to seek opposite information to that which you're contemplating. This way, you don't go into a decision that's important blindly. It's very important before you make uh, any type of decision that's important, that's going to impact the way you live, that you consider all outcomes from all, all sources, even the sources that don't particularly agree with your point of view. What this also does is that it can shine a light on blind spots we may have due to our our self-serving bias. What do I mean by this? We might have blind spots that we can't see on a regular basis. Because we are so fixated on our perception of how life works. We could be so fixated on our perceptions of how life works that it may lead us to make poor decisions in important situations. Just because we have a blind spot regarding our own perceptions and belief systems. So when you seek Opposite views, when you seek opposite opinions on what you are about to make a decision on, it will bring clarity to the choice and it will either confirm further your decision or it will require you to truly take a step back and look at your choices and see which one is the best course. Of action. For example, I love electronics. I love big screen TVs. I love PlayStation. I love Xbox. I love surround sounds, sound bars. That's my jam. Electronics is my jam. And so when I'm going to upgrade my television, that's an important decision. Because to get a television that's worthwhile, that's going to last you a while, you spend over $700 at least. Now, when I go into this decision, I have to take into account my financial state. And it may be that I can't afford it. Or it may also be that I'm choosing to afford it. By giving myself excuses or reasons on why I need to buy this TV. So I may look at my finances or I may also stay away from my finances to justify buying that television. See, if I buy that television on my self-serving bias, I'm going to come up with reasons to go buy it. And then financially, I may be in trouble within the span of a few weeks to a month. So I have to consider speaking with my wife. I have to consider looking at my finances, which may disagree with me buying that television. I have to consider the near future, what expenses I have. What do I need to pay? What my monthly expenses are versus my monthly income? To truly get a sense if I can afford to buy this particular television. And seeking all this other information will give me clarity and will shine a light on my blind spot and on my self-serving bias. So it's very important, guys. Very, very important. If you're going to make a choice that's important, that's going to change the course of your life, you need to seek out opposite opinions and information that might just contradict the decision that you are about to make so that you can make the best decision possible in any scenario, in any important situation. The next thing that I want to speak about regarding critical decision-making is to consult other people around that particular situation. See, a lot of times when we're about to make a critical move in our lives, we don't consult people that will be impacted by that move. We just do it. And we just roll with it. And sometimes our instincts are correct. Oftentimes our gut feelings are correct. But when they're not, it can lead to bad choices that lead to disastrous consequences. Only because we didn't consult other people and other perspectives. And this kind of ties in as well with the self-serving bias But this particular one also goes more into pride as well. When you're about to make an important decision, it is so important for you to check your pride. You got to check your pride at the door. You got to be willing to take different perspectives in from other people around the situation. This past week, I was Listening to a scholar talk about the Challenger incident that happened in the United States. I believe it was back in 2003. I could be wrong, but I believe it's 2003. Where unfortunately, astronauts lost their lives coming back to Earth due to an incident involving foam and putting a hole in one of the wings of the vehicle coming back. Now, the lead safety engineers, I believe, at NASA were so confident of this particular issue not being deadly. They signed off on all safety protocols, although there were engineers telling such person that it was a bad idea that they should try to take care of it first, that not to allow the vehicle to re-enter the atmosphere. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. They signed off on it. Vehicle came back, and on the way down, uh, unfortunately, the vehicle became a huge fireball, and all the astronauts inside burned alive. This is a critical mistake at a critical time, just because... People decided not to listen to other perspectives and not putting their pride down. And of course, the blind spot is this hadn't happened before with foam. It was never an issue before. So that's where the pride came in. If it it hasn't been an issue on previous launches, then it's not going to be an issue now. I know for a fact, even though engineers and other professionals say, listen, not a good idea. They did it anyway. So you got to make sure that you listen to those around you. Listen, put your pride down when you're going to make an important decision and listen to those around you. Get different perspectives, regardless if they agree or not with yours and truly listen. Don't just shove it off. Don't just say that because it hasn't happened before is not going to happen um, because sometimes your gut feeling is can be wrong and when it's wrong it could be detrimental not just to you but people around you and most of the time when we gotta make a critical decision an important decision most of the time it does involve other people around us that's what makes it important that's what makes it critical sometimes it is individual but oftentimes it involves other people All right, now, the third thing that I want to talk about regarding critical decision-making is sometimes you need help and you need to employ other people to help you get through such a decision. So what I encourage you to do is after you jot down All the options that you believe you have. All the options you believe you have to make the critical choice uh, on this critical situation. Get people with you and show them. These are the options I believe that I have. Now, they may look at it and say, wow, those are great. And go with this one or go with that one. Or they may give you new options. And that's the great part about truly seeking the help of others and letting them know, being transparent. This is what I have to do. What do you think? They may just give you a new perspective that you don't see or wouldn't have thought of on your own. Just remember, we are finite beings. We don't know it all. So you have to take that into account. You don't know it all. You don't know all the information at hand. That's why we need each other in order to make good choices in critical situations. You don't have to go at it alone. Even if you're a boss, you don't have to go at it alone. You can employ the ideas of employees around you. And it's okay to do that. It doesn't make you less of a person by Putting your pride in check. It really doesn't. It actually makes you more of a person. It makes you a strong person. And it also will make you more successful when you have to face a critical choice and you have a critical decision to make. Lastly, consult subject matter experts, SMEs. They've been doing it for a long time. And so, when you go to a subject matter expert that that's all they've dedicated their life to, you're going to get great insights before making that decision. Great insights. If you got to talk to somebody and you have to have a really harsh conversation, that's a critical situation. Go to subject matter experts. And see what they have to say about approaching these types of conversations. You'll get great insights. You'll see new ways of doing things. If you got to make a financial decision, go to economists. Go to people that are financial planners and run it by them. Or read their articles. Seek information from people that have experience in the situation that you need to make a critical decision on. Trust me, that alone will revolutionize how you make choices and how you make decisions. Oftentimes, we feel like we have to make a choice by ourselves. We feel isolated for some odd reason. It doesn't have to be that way. Don't make critical decisions on your own. Always seek assistance from subject matter experts and other people around you. All right. So I encourage you don't go at critical situations alone. You don't need to. It'll save you a lot of time. It'll save you a lot of headaches in the long run. All right guys, I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the All About Life podcast on critical decision making and I hope that I've been able to add some value into your life and I hope that you can take these pointers as encouragement to get better at critical decision making because the situations will arise, you will have important situations to deal with in your life and we all need to get better at making good decisions and especially when it comes to critical situations. All right, guys? So again, thank you so much for listening to the All About Life podcast. I really enjoyed bringing this episode to you. I hope that you guys stay safe out there. Again, can't stress this enough. Wash your hands. Get your travel size hand sanitizers and have them on you at all times. Very important. Stay safe. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.